Hey, I'm Pat B. I'm just Johnny. I'm Eric. And I'm Lilith Beast. And this is Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Leaping forward bionically. Is it my friend? Is it funky? Is it really? I'll pop with me. Pop with me. Oh, come on. Why am I the one bopping? What's going on? I'm telling you. You know what? Stop. Stop. I can't keep getting emotional. Johnny, you got to keep me held down here. Now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. We had a little technical difficulty starting up, so I hope you'll apologize for the... Well, I hope you'll uh, uh, forgive us for the lateness in the house. I'm working with noobs, man. I'm blaming it on that. That's what's going on here. Oh, this fresh meat just, you know, bringing the shows down and messing with schedules and such. No, no, uh, we have some new folks in-house, and we're happy to be in their presence. I'm talking, of course, about Little Feast. What's up? Nice to be back. Hey, welcome back. And Eric Davis. Hello. I got to get you a funkier uh, radio name. Eric Davis isn't a funky radio name? I'm saying, you got to be like, you know, uh, uh, Double D Dog Dave, <laughs> you know? I mean, sure, if we want to go with that one. Terwilliger right. D. <laughs> Terwilliger D. Got yeah. a letter in it somewhere. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm down with that. All right, and, uh, and uh, if you're watching us on the Facebook live stream, we haven't gone on Twitch yet because Johnny is running around here <laughs> like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah, just. We're on Twitch? Yeah, we're on Twitch. Okay, all right. We are live and direct. Hopefully, you're listening to us at WMFRadio.com, but also, you can see our smiling faces catch these pearly whites at Twitch. You know know what? I shouldn't have done the jazz hands. That's very coonish. I apologize. It's the bad scenes. It's not a good look, Johnny. It's not a good look. All right, but on Twitch.tv slash The Geek Down, you can actually see the uh, physicality going on in the studio. We have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you, and I'm excited about this one. Am Am I alone in this? Uh, I'm very excited about the movies that we're going to review later on. That's what I'm talking about. I was was very excited about it, but I know what's coming up next, and uh, I'm... Yeah. You got you to scrape off that bitterness, man. We're here to have fun. Man, you know what I eat? Bitterness is in my blood. Oh, jeez. Right. <laughs> no, he's no, a you're... lime over salt kind of guy. No, he's a... He's a he's an, oh, an... heavy on salt. <laughs> I'm very salty. That's part of my diet. It's you're just salt and salt. Man. Your diet is the stuff of legend. I drink vinegar. Nightmarish legend. Yeah, you see, yeah, he's not kidding about that, too. That's not a joke. <laughs> that's, that's his weird-ass regiment over there. Yeah. All right, but no, we, we, the rest of us think we have an awesome, fun-filled show for you with good things lined up all around. I got the inside stuff on Slender Man, mm-hmm. on Animal World, mm-hmm. Monster Hunter, and I mm-hmm. think something we're all extremely jazzed about, we, we few, we, we happy few. We happy few. Mm-hmm. Johnny, that's for you, my friend. Yes. <laughs> Glad we're in agreement. All right, all right. Well, without further ado, we're going to jump right into it because, Eric, you got you specifically got the pleasure of, of dipping, like, headfirst into this. Yeah, I was really excited. So mm-hmm. I, I actually was able to find a video demo of this uh, several months ago at least, maybe mm-hmm. as much as, as a year ago, and was really excited about the premise, really excited about... Uh, the video that I'd seen so far in all the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you offered me, I was like, yes, I get to do the thing. <laughs> I get to do the thing. And I'm going to say overall. How, how fast did the regret come? <laughs> look, I yes. am only a computer player. So uh-huh. WASD is the way I move. No, right? it's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not mocking. I just want to point out for our listeners. That's exactly the response you want uh, to any question. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Always a good sign. But so overall, I was I was very happy with the fact that the premise carried through. Mm-hmm. You still have the world. The world is very interesting. You really want to get to know it. You really want to get into it and well, learn more information. Well, what are you doing in this world? You start out redacting information. <laughs> like you you sit there and you decide whether or not. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, there's one thing that comes in and prompts you to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. But unless you know that it's something that you can get up and walk away from, it's actually really hard to realize that you can actually just stop doing the job that the character does at any time. Wait, so it's like Existential Crisis, the game? <laughs> More or less. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I have um, a hard enough time leaving my day job for real. <laughs> this sounds like my nightmare. <laughs> and what you're choosing is whether or not you're, you're remembering information. Like, you're choosing whether or not to black out microfilm. Mm. So 
that's it's a little disturbing. Um, the Hastings brothers, you're Arthur Hastings, mm-hmm. so you have a memory trigger at the very beginning of it, and that's where you start actually realizing that things are not this like super technicolor. Um, and it kind of keeps going from there. I will say that it's pretty actually moving around is pretty easy. The WASD, you use your math to look around, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of the other things. If they don't tell you, you'd have no idea how to figure it out. I actually spent sort of too long trying to figure out how to use all of the menus and where to find things in the menus. That seems to be a complaint a lot of folks had. I checked out. I didn't get a chance to play this myself. I'm sorry. I was, I was too busy controlling Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I didn't get a chance to play it myself, so I ended up watching a lot of videos on it, you know, kind of trying to prime it. So uh, hopefully if it's good, yeah. uh, pending the Geek Down review. Um, I'd go out and pick up a copy for myself and I want to be familiar with it. And it looked like the, the menu system looked bananas. It was just like you pick, you open up this page and then you got to select uh, the different potions and skills and something and something so and so. And normally I'm pretty I'm pretty good at de- deciphering that just on site. Like, OK, no, I get it. This is how the UI is laid out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I couldn't make head to tails of it. One of the things that I was actually really annoyed about is that I went to go use the, like the big crafting table. because yeah. You have a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um and it automatically taps into your like extended storage, but there's nothing to explain that that's how that goes. So you go to try to do the thing, you put it all into your inventory, mm-hmm. which is weight-based, Wait, and then oh. you're yeah. like, like do encumbrance. I need this? Yeah, it's an encumbrance thing. Well, yeah. so. In the storage, though? Because that seems kind of backwards. Like The storage is where you put stuff so you're not over-encumbered. Uh, over Exactly. So you put the stuff into your pneumatic storage, which does not have a weight limit to okay, it. Okay, all right. That right. Oh, you <laughs> me for a second. I mean, maybe it doesn't. I just never actually reached it over the course of me playing the game. And I I steal everything when I'm in a game. If there's something for me to take, I'm going to take it. Like, That's a, the way to play. There's a warning that comes up that says you're in someone else's house and they'll be mad if you steal from them. Yeah, cool. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's nice to know. That yeah, doesn't mean I'm not going to open up this thing and take all of your stuff. Right. Yeah. Like, it's more like, like a like, challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It's like vampires. You know, you made the offer. That was your mistake. Right. Yeah, everything you, is up for grabs now. Mm-hmm. You let me in. That's it. I yeah. mean, and I understand I broke into your house and I and I did. I Like you break into everything. There's actually a line pretty early in it where it says, I'm afraid you're going to have to burgle some houses. And I actually had to stop and because I was laughing too hard because was, it was so British. It was just, <laughs> I'm afraid you're going to have to burgle some houses. Oh. Like, oh. It, like you're going you're gonna to follow it up with, I'm very sorry, would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and there's also one line that really stuck with me and has stuck with me, which is um, something along the lines of, we, of happy people have no history. And that is a recurring thing. So the big thing that everyone is on in this or supposed to be on in this is something is a drug called joy, which is a memory inhibitor. And you can get a bad batch of joy and no longer be able to take it and have the effects of joy anymore. And it's not clear until sort of further down the line as to whether or not you can kill joy. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, Joy's pretty uh, dead already. From Jones and I can't stop. <laughs> no, you actually have uh, Joy withdrawal, and it impacts the way that you look and act. And so, if you're around uh, NPCs that are on Joy, mm-hmm. and they notice that you're going through Joy withdrawal, it raises the alarm faster. So, there's a lot of systems here that are really cool and really fun to play with, and really, mm-hmm. I would love to be able to get further with. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. But I would say that overall, like, the combat system is not very easy to get used to, even though it's a super simple, like, left-click to attack, right-click to block. Mm -hmm. Uh, Getting timing down is non-intuitive. So you're supposed to attack and then attack again when you make contact to make a combo. But the actual timing is really hard to tell. And there's also the sneak system which is good because when you're sneaking you can see where other people are so it makes it easier to go around and actually do the sneaking Mm -hmm. but i would say in terms of sort of understanding where you're going when you're trying to sneak it actually makes it harder you're you don't understand like how to proceed from one room to the next okay so these are mostly like growing pains and things like i'm 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 assuming you can figure out after you play for an extended period of time and you just get uh, the hang of some of this stuff. Does it ever, is it, does that perpetuate? It just, it doesn't really get any better. Uh, in terms oh. of, it, there's, it, 
it has a thing where it's trying to show you where you need to go, mm-hmm. but it's not very good at actually telling you where things are. So I found myself referencing the map over and over and over and over again, mm-hmm. trying to figure out where things were. And there were multiple times where I was standing more or less right on top of the objective, mm-hmm. but because the quest system would switch over to another quest because it wanted to give you a different quest. That's not a that's not a conscious choice that you as, as a player make. You can't trigger those yourself. You can make it go back to the other quest that you're you want to be on. But if you get too far from it, it will revert to a different quest. Oh. So if you're lost, suddenly it puts you on a different thing and you're like, no, that wasn't the thing. That's I was going to this rundown house, not that rundown house. Um, and that it just kept doing it. And it got to the point where I was getting frustrated with just trying to figure out where I was and where it was going. And as a new player to it, that's frustrating enough. So if you're brand new to doing it and this is your first time, mm-hmm. being disoriented is not the way that you want to feel in a game. It's a fast way to become your last time. Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, I'll go back and keep playing it because it's interesting and the world is interesting and I'm hoping eventually they do go with the sandbox mode because I'd love to just do open world exploration and you know, build stuff up and gather stuff and just be a hoarder about know, everything. <laughs> I played those games where there seem to be more style over substance. Yeah. And if the game like looks pretty but is leaving you this flat, mm-hmm. uh, is there really that much more that they've, uh, that they've um, uh, 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 scripted into this world uh, beyond those rails, you know? I really, really hope so because like stylistically, it's so good. It clearly has a really interesting story to tell. There's a lot of choices that people made in general in this game that are really fascinating. And I would love to know like all of that. But if I'm getting this frustrated with just trying to get through a couple of rooms and killing a couple of bobbies with my little sharp umbrella, <laughs> <laughs> The cutest little murder. So it do, is a very cute murder. Do you think uh, some of the problems that you're identifying has to deal with the procedural generation, the random generation of the of the maps and the levels themselves, and sounds like of the quest system? I don't know if it is randomly generated. It really seems like this was actually laid out and mapped. There, there are parts of the game that are procedurally generated, or at least uh, early iterations of this game. Uh, are were uh, w- when the game was first uh, presented a couple years ago, it was, it was actually more roguelike uh, in in that it was a survival-ish uh, type of game where the world that you're in was procedurally generated and there was a lot of survival-based mechanics where you had to eat mm-hmm. and get food, uh, which they kept, they transitioned from that style of game to uh, what it is right now, which was essentially a more story-based focused game but they never fully transition so it sort of has one foot in the procedural world generation and one foot into this uh what players kind of wanted which is this very directed immersive handcrafted world i would say that it may just be that the procedural generated part was not noticeable enough from the rest of it. Because uh, I would believe that like the fields and stuff were procedurally generated because there were things that showed up that seemed to have been spawned in according to an yep. algorithm. As a Minecraft player, I know things spawning according to algorithms because you manipulate those when you play them for a really long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't know if that was a clunky thing to come together because if that's what they were doing to fill in those spots, they did a pretty good job of actually making it the same thing. Um, But yeah, I think the overall like just systemic issues are more, they need to be able to actually use. So something actually that Left 4 Dead did really well was using light to show you where to go. Mm -hmm. And I would say that if, there was a little bit more focus on making that something that you're training players to do, that would probably work out a lot better for them. Like a a guidance through environmental design rather than uh, uh, guidance through some sort of UI element. Exactly. And honestly, Left 4 Dead was fantastic at that because you didn't know it was happening. Um, So overall, I would say that I would give it a thumbs up because I really enjoyed many, many things about it. Um, But in terms of actual play it needs a lot of work 
All right. Okay. So the game is We Happy Few. You played it on PC? I played it on PC, yeah. Okay, available Steam. now for the ZX Spectrum. Kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, available now on Steam. Uh, you know how much it was? I don't know how much. Yes, it's a whopping $60. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they released it full price. That was one of the things that got me upset about this game. It was initially pitched as an indie title, uh, I think either $20 or $30 budget. And then some big giant publisher scooped it up and said, no, 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 let's boost this up to a triple A effort and mm. make it charge 60 bucks for it. Damn. Wow. All right, well, that's how they get you, man. Yeah. I feel like it was false advertising. You can come over to my place and play. <laughs> and get frustrated together. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Play around with the umbrellas. I think if I just grab an umbrella, go outside and walk around Boston, I'll probably get the same uh same kind of experience. Way the the masks aren't nearly as cool okay. in Boston as they are in there. Are you sure? Because Boston's like completely like goat road driven weird map design. The wrong thing. What you want to do is you want to sharpen that umbrella and go around poking people. It sounds like just a really British way to get. No, you know stop. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, never mind. Do not uh, the <laughs> the comments made by Fat B. Do not. Uh, <laughs> They're not advisable. <laughs> All right. So now I want to talk about a movie that's well, actually nobody heard of. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was barely aware of this uh, this release, let alone came out on Netflix. But starring none other than Michael Douglas, right? In in a in a, in a fourth tier uh, <laughs> role with two lines in the whole movie. <laughs> I'm um, talking, of course, about the ja the uh, Chinese mm -hmm. yeah. uh, film Animal World, which uh, if you see this trailer, it's wild. It's, it has clowns, clown assassins. It's like Merkin folks left and right <laughs> and all types of fast action and bright colors and neon, neon out the waz. And I saw this. I was jazzed, man. I'm telling you, like the 12 year old uh, psychotic teen in me was all was fully too messy. <laughs> ready, ready to go. And then I watched this, 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 this film. Yeah, and uh, uh, well, okay, I'll let Lilith. You got you, you you got to witness this as well. Why don't you tell the good people what this what Animal World is actually about? Ooh, okay. Uh, well, we have our main character who opens the entire film by saying, "I'm crazy." No, really, I'm crazy. Uh, While donning full clown makeup. Yeah, full clown getup. I am not the type of person who particularly likes clowns. I'm not scared of them, but I'm not. I, I assigned a coulrophobic? No, 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 not at all. Okay, all Not right, at all. Right. I'm just like, I'm not super into them the way that some people are, um, which is fine, but I'm uh, just like, okay, this is a lot of face you're giving me. Uh, so it opens with him, and he's basically saying that he is this <laughs> crazy person who sometimes thinks he is a clown assassin mm -hmm. and doesn't always know the difference between reality and his fantasies. And what you realize is... He's just kind of a, a very too sympathetic character <laughs> going through financial issues that I could sympathize with too much. Um, yeah, no, he's a wet blanket and a doormat. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that's, that's extra sad about this is uh, this, this, this entire picture was just one big like i don't even know the proper terminology here because the trailer is a red herring like you think mm -hmm. oh well, it's the assassin now it's gonna you know show us all this stuff and naturally he's the one everyone's looking for it all no mm -mm -mm -mm. no the trailer i'm gonna spoil it for you now <laughs> okay the trailer is a fantasy <laughs> the entire thing they sold this movie on is all of two minutes uh, of this dude's dream world because it's actually a live-action Yu-Gi-Oh movie for adults. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's about card games, man. <laughs> it's not about not just card games. Yeah. It's about rock, paper, scissors. As Are a you freaking kidding me, <laughs> Johnny? What the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry. I got I got all I got all voice cracky on the radio. I apologize. Scissors all the way. Stop it. Stop it. Stop right now. No, it, it turns out to be the story of uh, this guy who's a savant. He gets in trouble with the mob and he ends up um, being, for lack of, for really lack of a better term, shanghaied with a bunch of other guys who are indebted to the mob mm -hmm. to take part in their sick experiment. This experiment is to lock everyone in his handkerchief and have them play for their lives. And play rock, paper, scissors. Play rock, paper, scissors. For their life. Oh, jeez. This is a real thing, y'all. This actually happened. They put money behind this. <laughs> 
Really? They put a lot of money into it. Oh, and yeah. there's a lot of really beautiful effects. There's a mm -hmm. lot of gorgeous set pieces. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It's yes. a beautiful looking film. And the Even the cards were like gilded and oh, gold yeah. flecks. Like, are you are you out your damn mind? It's decks of cards. Yeah, so they're not they're not playing like rock, paper, scissors, go. No, they're no, they no. have these cards that they play with uh with a dealer almost and mm -hmm. they play each other uh to either um, for stars and if they in order to win the game in order to make it off of the boat mm. alive and safe as opposed to we're not sure what <laughs> you have to retain all three of your stars and play all of your cards just to needlessly complicate things oh yeah, yeah. i'll tell you so much more work went into designing this game and these <laughs> rules than in writing the script for this movie yes <laughs> now I do want to say that there there's a level to which this, as someone who liked math, and I know that's scary. I liked math. How dare you? <laughs> that you I trusted you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you are dismissed. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the fact that we did actually go through algorithms and yeah. it's like more or less like you see him playing with a Rubik's Cube, which kind of cues you into like these are actual mathematical algorithms that we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. And that was really interesting. And as a math geek, sold me way more than the clowns. Um. <laughs> All right, so let me just point out the level of in-depth math that actually takes place here because uh, the lead character is spontaneously a savant. At first, he's just a guy, hates his job, he believes he's kind of nuts. <laughs> well, his father was a mathematician. Yeah. Okay, yeah, his father was a and mathematician, which we find out about 45 minutes into the movie. That'd <laughs> yes. be a nice little detail to have at the beginning so we understand like some of the motivations here. And you don't you don't have to do a lot to drop that as a thing. Like yeah. if the guy's a savant, like you start the movie in a casino with him in a freaking clown outfit. If you want to well, show no, hold on, hold on, that wait, the wait, guy wait. is a It'd be a completely different movie if they start off some random dude gambling at a casino dressed as in a full, <laughs> full clown makeup, all this regalia, all big shoes, all akimbo on, on top of a slot machine. I don't know what's what to expect going on there. I'd have questions and concerns. There's so many ways you could have shown that he was a mathematical savant within the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, that's what and you were implying. I thought you were, I thought you were trying to show how he's a crazy person. He's just dressed as a clown. Oh, he's, you know, he's no, walking I mean, around Foxwoods. Excuse me. I mean, that, so, so many things wrong with that. We're all from Boston here. That doesn't actually phase. Yeah. <laughs> all right. For our out-of-town listeners, it's freaking weird. <laughs> it's wicked weird, man. Rest, I can't, oh, as someone who was not a huge fan of math, or at least like I, I, was, I never excelled at it, this is the most fun I've had with math in a movie since Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> oh, with the with the With the jugs. Oh, jeez. I was like, I'm following this. This is great. Okay. Three cards. Twelve. Okay, yeah. You just show me some more lights, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, mind you, we're talking a lot about the mechanics of the game because there's really not that much more. Honestly, from my point of view, there wasn't that much more in this picture. The acting wasn't like blowing me away. It was kind of hard to follow the interactions between uh, our main character and his supposed good friend who backstabbed him like five different times yeah. in the movie. <laughs> Yet he's like, "Oh, but you're my best friend. I'll look out for your dying mother." He's like, "Okay, but yeah, I'll take this, and you can suck on that." Uh, and I, I, I didn't buy the relationship between them at all, yet, let alone why this dude is constantly like putting his neck out for his quote unquote friend who's in your face, right. uh, 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 betraying you. The first thing that happens with the guy is that he turns into a monster. Like you see him, mm -hmm. he turns into a monster. The guy has a full blown hallucination about yeah. killing this monster who is supposedly his best friend and his nickname for some reason is Big Shrimp. <laughs> I, I, you can, know I don't know if anyone can explain that to me, but Big Shrimp? I've got, I've got, I've got a couple ideas, no comment. <laughs> I'm fine with it, just let your imagination go. <laughs> I'm gonna fine. just right. let it wander off of that topic. Yeah. Right now. You, you made a good point right there though. The, dudes, the dude starts off talking about, I'm, I'm crazy. I want you to know I'm crazy. It's not, I'm not, I'm not making what I'm playing around. It's like, fine, show us you're crazy. When the dude says, look, man, I screwed you over. If he, if he like stabbed him with a rubber chicken or something, you know, it's like, you know, uh, made a, made a, made a, a, a poodle out of, out of balloons and then like, you know, rammed it down his esophagus or even better, like eviscerate him and then make balloon animals out of the intestine. Uh, you know, so many great. things they could have done. It would have been. Just, just I'm want saying. to interject here. Yeah. Uh, Maggie says hi to Eric. Hey, Hi, Maggie. Maggie. Hey, Maggie. Hey. That's all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Left the rest of us out. Tom is crying right now. Yeah, having, been, Maggie. Yeah, having been left out all callous-like. 
Mm-hmm. Anyone who doesn't know, Tom, Tip Drill Tom over there is our producer. <laughs> oh, another one from uh, Mad Monticus. Hey! Uh, from North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Nice Take your yeah. shirt off, yeah. spin around your head Mad like Monticus a helicopter. from North Carolina. All right, or hey, NC, man. whatever that is. No, it could be like Northern Canada. Oh, Northern Canada. That is, that is nice. All right. Say hi to your polar bear. Narnia, Narnia Central. Narnia Central in the house. There you go. <laughs> Say hi to your lion. Oh, God. All right. Um, okay, so I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like bash on this too much because, like you said, beautiful picture. All the money in the world went to uh, making it look as good as a rock, paper, scissors game could look. Mm-hmm. And Michael Douglas in the sucker. Yeah. I, he was wonderful, and I feel like he looked better in this film than he did in Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah, yeah. He they they, they got. Some, I don't know if it's makeup or if it's <laughs> like you know uh, dragon's blood or whatever they got going on pumping through the man. But he was he was in rare form. Yeah, you can get some weird Looking stuff. I feel like he was wasted though. They like he's he's barely there. Half his lines are about how there's a uh, language divide and how yeah. he's the only, why he's the only one speaking English <laughs> to justify that. <laughs> It was, it was, it's like, you have Michael freaking Douglas. Let's do some, I don't know, throw, throw, throw a pie or something. You're a clown. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little emotional about that part. But I did like that when we think there's nothing redeemable about our quote unquote hero, they give him a couple of, uh, a couple of moments where it's like, okay, you know what? I, I like this guy. Where I'm more invested in this picture, he, his side is the one I want to be on. Mm-hmm. And I was really hoping there'd be like a final moment where he would turn into that 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 assassin clown that we were promised in the trailer and yeah. just like handle everybody because yeah. everyone screwed him over hard in this and the only re- quote-unquote revenge he got is a is kind of a, a very cheap device I, I think the uh, the movie throws at you where he's not just good at math it's a superpower <laughs> where he's like figuring the odds like okay we're gonna do this this way this this way we play this bam oh no it's wrong Bam, instant switch, and you see like the lights emanate from his head. Mm-hmm. I got it. It's this, 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 and this, and the calculations are this. Now, when we go this way, they're gonna play this card, and then the the, the, the ratios change to this. I'm like, where the hell are you getting from? I can bit this, this so I don't even see a plus sign. What what's happening? <laughs> can we like just do a recut of this movie, like us, and like yeah. make it so you we're not burying every lead so we actually care about this character? That would and be maybe amazing. his girlfriend isn't more or less like a shoe. Like she's she she's, has- she's non-existent. She's there, and then you're like, okay, is that just the nurse? He's been there with his with his mother in the hospital. Is she just like trying to get this smelly guy out of here? You know, or no? They do have a relationship. I figured he was just this guy that was catcalling her, you know, from his mother's uh, mm-hmm. from his mother's deathbed, which is extra creepy, and actually would go along with the crazy thing though, wouldn't it? But it's beautiful. Yeah, like he's like he's like, mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> nice ass. <laughs> Please don't leave me. You know. I mean, one of the things I have to say, like going along again with the with the absolute beauty, beauty of this movie, and one of the reasons why I did, I mean, I'm a sucker for pretty things. Okay. Shiny things, meh. It's easy. I'm I'm pretty. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, they they did a really good job of mirroring the the sort of embodiment of good and where his good is, which is like in his mom and in his girlfriend and in his relationship with these people, and like what he wants to bring to the table with them. Mm. Um, and one of the big things they did with that is the hospital where you're, he's with these people and it brings <laughs> out the best part of him um, consistently. So you see that better part of him physically reflected in his environment. And even when he sort of goes into his head, you still kind of have, it takes away the dinginess. So you get a little bit more, I don't know. Just visually, I really enjoyed the fact that they they correlated the ninjiness with his reaction and his uh, coping with the world and what he was dealing with. Mm -hmm. And even when his girlfriend is dealing with some like really bad things in the hospital, the the worst thing she had. But I mean, besides like patients dying, yeah, the worst thing she she personally had was her supervisor just being on her ass for spending too much time with somebody who needs consolation. Like that's the job and she's being reprimanded for taking some time to talk to a guy whose mother's dying in a bed. To be fair. Yeah. He did that. That person did just beat a uh, hospital uh, patient 
pretty badly. He beat the hospital. <laughs> okay, okay, mild spoilers there. He beat the hospital patient for sexually harassing this poor yeah, woman. That I was, would say that's that, the worst thing yeah. that she faced was yeah. whatever game it was that that guy was playing that I was just at that point like, I don't know what's happening yeah. and I'm closing my eyes. Wasn't, wasn't that part morbid though? That was it, 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 It's like, it, it just got dark for a second. She's like, yes, I will do it. Like, damn, what? whoa, what film am I watching? <laughs> All right, it's like Werner Herzog's Animal World. You know, I don't know. I don't know what happened there. It just got extra deep and disturbing for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The thing that I think it did not succeed at as well as it could have was there. It was difficult to know what was fantasy and what was reality because mm -hmm. in that scene, there's this there, there's this one very violent scene. And it's the only time where he actually like really does act out what's. Yeah, I thought that too. Yeah, I, and then I, there are other times where he, where he's fantasizing, and you're like, "Oh, okay, oh, this is so awesome! Our hero is finally starting to like kick yeah. ass." And then you're like, "Oh, just a dream." Okay. <laughs> yeah, <they got> us. <laughs> oh, the fake outs were painful. yeah. Because like every time that should have been real, it wasn't. And every time you you're like, "Wow, that this can't possibly he's not do." Oh, that is what he's doing. Yeah. And how is this person not in jail? And it's the yeah. one. It's. Like yeah. it's the one time, like they keep, and they, it's pretty early in the movie. Like they give mm. it to you that one time and then you never get that again. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to, I would have liked to have gotten that. Um, I felt this was kind of a letdown. Uh, I thought Michael, uh, Michael, Michael, Michael Douglas was wasted. I, he's, a, he's a great actor. I really would have liked to have seen him have a little more to do in this. Mm -hmm. I feel like they may have had him doing more and it wouldn't have made sense for what sense it does make. Uh, because, yeah, no, honestly, half his dialogue was about how, you know, I'm not from your culture. You know, I don't speak the language, etc. Uh, okay, believe it or not, believe it or not, I'm actually giving this a thumbs up. Um, and I mean, it, ju it just barely squeaks by with a thumbs up because it's an interesting enough movie to watch. So you have conversations like this afterwards. Mm -hmm. It did look beautiful. They somehow managed to make rock, paper, scissors an interesting card game. What? Yes. <laughs> um, I want those cards. Can yeah. I just have them? That's it. <laughs> I, yo, if they sell those, they will like recoup three times the budget. Okay, maybe not three times. This just was an expensive looking film. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, I can't, for the kids, I'd never play them, but I kind of like to have them just because I, I give it a, I, 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 it just makes a thumbs up for me. Uh, how about you? Strong thumbs up. Strong. Wow. Strong thumbs up. I Great really Google enjoyed it. I will, I, I uh, am honest with the fact that there are a lot of things that didn't quite match up for me, mm -hmm. but overall it was a very enjoyable film. I actually had a lot of pathos for the different characters, mm -hmm. even though I sometimes couldn't even follow what they were talking about, but they were just so earnest, I think, if not the most well acting, just so earnest and I really <laughs> enjoyed them. I love that the main character uh, many of his motivations boil down to spite. I'm always for that. <laughs> yep. And I really appreciate a movie where I cannot anticipate what's happening next. And this gave me that a plenty. Yeah. All right. All right. You're 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 you're, you're in this too, I guess. What do you? What, do you, <laughs> what was what was your final verdict? I would I'd give it a, a thumbs up. I will watch Good it again. God, what's I know, happening? Here? I know. But okay, it's pretty. There's math, and then like there's also that tattooed <laughs> face, dude. I'm here for it. There's math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that we we've been doing this show for uh, about um, just under ten years now, and never <laughs> once has any review encompassed not 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 one but both of the phrases. Well, uh, I, 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 it, it was pretty, and there was math, <laughs> and there like, was some is, pretty guy with a face tattoos, and the the face tattoos was yeah, is, the, is the thing that. Brought it over the live way. Oh, okay. the he bad was really guy. Pretty. The on the motorcycle. Yeah, the motorcycle guy. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. All right. So there's, there's, there's pretty. It was pretty. There was math and there was twinks. <laughs> I, I, I guess um, these are the things. That I don't know pictures. if he was a twink, but <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was. All right. Yeah, no, it, looks, it looks like it's thumbs up all around. The movie's called Animal World. It's available now on Netflix. Uh, starring Michael Douglas. Uh, Honestly, in the watch Smallest it. role he's yeah. ever done. It is as wild as the name tells you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just and be warned about that, and yeah, you'll enjoy it. Don't and don't expect like the clown action, or assassins, or just <laughs> don't expect it to make sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is not Ronald McDonald meets Deadpool. It's not. Oh, no. like yeah, you hope I was it is. Those comparisons, uh, right? I was it's so... not in any. <laughs>
Oh. I'm so glad I didn't see the trailer and didn't get myself hyped up. I went in with zero expectations. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the way to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, smart. That was a good way to go. <laughs> All right, so now on to happier news. I'm going to kick it over to just Johnny. Yeah. Because you, my friend, got to play a, mov- uh, a movie. You got to play a movie. You got to play a game that came out just recently, and by recently I mean last January. Uh, and it did just come out on PC, uh, I think last week or the week before. Yep, so this, it's uh, very new. Okay, now is this, we're talking about, of course, about uh, Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter World. Is this a direct port or is this like, did they remake the game for PC? Uh, it is uh, a direct port, but the, by being a direct port for PC and releasing on Steam, they had to do a whole lot of, uh, mostly behind the scenes, uh, networking type of things in order to work with the the Steam infrastructure as well as uh, updating the UI and uh, the control scheme to support mouse, uh, keyboard and mouse. Okay. Oh, wait, so, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a port plus. Uh, it's, it's a pretty well done PC port. Uh, and also they added in the, the tweaking of the bells and whistles as far as, you know, PC games are accustomed to, like, adjusting the graphical settings, mm-hmm. uh, the resolutions, the draw distances, anti-aliasing, stuff like that. Okay, so, yeah, Port Plus. You know, port both Plus, the game yeah. and conditioner in one. Yeah, and uh, probably the biggest uh, update is uh, the fact that it runs <laughs> technically uh, at 60 frames a second versus 30 frames a second. So uh, yeah, that's, that's one thing I wondered, I wondered about too because that's a that's a lot for your machines to handle. It is a lot. I know uh, consoles can yep. consoles are beefy enough to, to take that without issue, but yeah, I believe PCs don't hold to me if I'm a little bit wrong, but I believe even the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro versions do not run at 60 frames a second. They run, I believe, uncapped, and I, Digital Foundry has done uh, you know, some legwork determining this, and it sort of fluctuates right around like 40 frames a second, uh, more so on Xbox One X versus PS4 Pro. But on PC, uh, it runs pretty much at 60, sometimes above, sometimes under, depending on your rig and what's configured in it. But the fact that it hits 60 way more consistently or fully consistently, especially if you're uh, only running at 1080p versus 4K, uh, the game is beautiful. And that 60 that uh, 60 frames a second uh, frame rate definitely makes a difference. And I've been playing Monster Hunter franchise for quite a bit of time since Try on the Wii. And this is... Uh, it is a major, major difference between all the previous ones, uh, but there is a lot there to be familiar with. Uh, but there is, man, if you are a new player, a lot of people say that this is the most user-friendly Monster Hunter experience, but I beg Wait, to differ. finally dumbed it down for plebs like me? I, I actually <laughs> beg to differ. This might be one of the hardest to get into because the <sighs> you, win. the the that initial user experience is kind of atrocious, and it's atrocious because of the graphical overhaul that they did with the UI and just the graphical overhaul to begin with. Wait, wait, there you mean is, the game is too beautiful to be good yes yes what it is uh that's a hot take (laughs) the initial problem i had with this game was that there was it was a major issue of sensory overload (gasps) where there was just too many things happening on the screen at the same time too many pop-ups too many alerts too many notifications they they have this uh uh, system where there's like a flying flying sidekick that goes hey listen yeah they do you, the, what, no, stop. What? Well, it, it doesn't. It doesn't say that, that, but it is these flying. Uh, they're called scout flies. <laughs> they glow uh, bright green, and they flow around. You're supposed to follow these things around, but the problem Man, is that tomato, tomato. That is not okay. No, it. <laughs> It is all over the place. It lights up the entire area. When, when you get into a, uh, a very tightly knit area that has a whole lot of pickups and a whole lot of like uh, seeds and, and herbs and mushrooms and, and like weird monster samples to scoop up, the entire area is like bright luminescent green everywhere and there's these scalp flies everywhere and it's just sensory overload and that's in addition to all the ui elements that are on screen and the fact that the camera is so close and you can't 
Uh, I haven't found a way, and I don't think there is uh, a way to adjust. I did not find a way uh, to adjust the uh, camera zoom level, so it's always at the same uh, distance. To uh, it's it's a third-person action game, so it's mounted directly behind your back, but you can't adjust how you can't pull it away or pull it above or below. That's um, essential. That's that's tanked a few games in the past. Yeah, it has, but. Once you get adjusted to it and accustomed to it, and I'm talking at least five hours to get adjusted what? and accustomed and to sort of to let this... Well, it's not just... It's the sensory overload. It's that part of it. So that's why I say, if you are familiar with Monster Hunter like I am, uh, it's fine. You'll you'll be fine. You'll be a little overwhelmed at first, but you'll get through it. But for a new player, oh man, I, feel, I kind of feel a little bit bad for you. Uh, but that's just standard Monster Hunter. It's always a big daunting task to get through. The first five to ten hours is really kind of like getting familiar and sort of tutorializing uh, yourself with it. Uh, one thing that they did that sh helps streamline it is they reduced a lot of the early game quests where you had to, where there was a quest dedicated to like, all right, here's the barbecue spit, cook some meat. Uh, or here's a fishing rod. Start fishing. They sort of <laughs> you get options. Yeah, they 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 reduce all of that clutter and they they get you into hunting significantly quicker. But because they skip those things, your initial toolbox that you start off with uh, and you're going on these little hunts with already has those items, and you kind of don't really know how to use it unless you've already played Monster Hunter games. So you have like. Like I said, you have the sensory overload of like so much stuff there, so much information there, and you're not fully accustomed or adjusted to all of it. Uh, so if you can get into a, uh, a Monster Hunter game, uh, do so with a friend, someone who's experienced and knows what's going on. Because once... once <laughs> do the, so with someone yeah. who will hold your hand For your friend. and then hold your head as you cry because you still can't get it. <laughs> So, uh, the way these types of games play out, and I'm just going to say this outright, this game is absolutely fantastic. It's definitely the best of the Monster Hunter games out there. This is the best done one. It is incredible. Uh, there are some issue, other issues I have with PC that I'll get into in a little bit, but uh, to bring it back to basics, this is a third-person action game where it is the legitimate hunting game that you always ever wanted. You do have to set up traps to capture monsters. You do have to sort of track find their tracks on the ground uh, and then sort of locate where they are. You do have to recognize what the monster's habits, what their eating habits are, what their hunting habits are, uh, what particular parts of environments they like to go to, uh, whether uh, what their attacks are, what their weaknesses are. Is their tail weak? Are their legs weak? Are their they're arms gross. weak? Are their wings weak? Uh, what their resistances are, what their vulnerabilities are. Uh, you have to sort of know and un fully understand your monster because they are hard. The big thing about this is that every single monster, all, all of the large ones, are essentially boss battles. And you will spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes just on one monster fighting it to to its death or your death. I like that. And there's a challenge. Okay, now, now, now tell me, is that like an actual like back and forth battle? Or have they set them up so that once you reach these things, they're just these gargantuan juggernauts that you have to find the one way, the one attack that you have to keep spamming and then uh, def defend until you can spam it again to take down? There is absolutely no gimmick in these fights. They are very dynamic. You have to adjust uh, a lot. And also the environments, as the monster is going from one zone, one major zone to the next zone, uh, the environments, the rooms the, the, that this world is taking place in, which is all uh, open world within, within the environment, it's all open environments, so there's no load screens like there was before. Uh, the environment changes such that there might be scattered uh, nuts that are uh, hanging from vines uh, up in the trees and if you shoot that with your slingshot they'll fall down and land on the monster and sort of uh, disorient it in, in order to give you an opportunity to get in some attacks or there like might that. be a cliffside with some vines on it that you can climb up and then leap off of the cliffside jump onto the monster and start riding it rodeo style while you're stabbing it with your knife and if the monster the monster won't like that so it's gonna start bucking I can imagine yeah <laughs> it's gonna start It'll bucking and then you have to you have to hold the grip button when it's bucking too hard, or if it it might even slam itself up against a tree or against a 
wall to get you off and then you notice that's about to happen you then hop onto its table and start stabbing away at its table uh, at its tail and then all of a sudden you know after a few attacks you, you launch with your big giant attack see I use the gun lance it's a lance and a cannon gun at combine into one i absolutely love it and you just charge up a major blast and boom you shoot off its tail its tail will fall off you you will actually sever its tail or other body parts i want to play this now and then you can <laughs> you can then carve if you slay the monster or uh blast off big giant chunks of it you can then carve those chunks and the big sort of reward for all of these fights is the body parts that you are collecting from oh. these monsters and you then take these body parts and convert it into new weapons or new pieces of armor that look like the monster that you just hunted and that makes it so good because this is a very it's also so i said third person action but it's also very much an rpg style game but you don't level up your leveling up is the gear so you're always at 100 hp throughout the entirety of the game and the only way to get stronger is by crafting better gear and the only way to get that better gear is by defeating harder monsters i actually i actually really like that um because that's one thing you always well i always uh like suspected games would do like long before i realized no games are just made by people who tell them exactly what they should do i can't discover this weird thing that you know exists in my head so it's got to be in the game too right so hence why if you ever played a game that was open world you try to get into the harder uh part of the map because you know, yeah, you know, I, it's my first day. Pff, I'm going expert mode because oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it, because because it's like no, I'm gonna get something from there that's gonna be ill. And uh, most games, eventually, when you try it, you realize. Um, uh, Borderlands is a good example. Uh, when you get like DLCs that are meant for uh, a certain like uh, experience level and above, and you can, it's a DLC, so it's not like part of the regular world that's like blocked off to you. So you can actually go into that. Uh, DLC, and when you do, every creature has a little skull above it, meaning it's way beyond your pay grade there. <laughs> and if you're lucky enough to find a gun, normally you search the excrement piles because that's yeah. Come on, let's be honest. That's, that's how you get you. There is excrement in gun. this game too. That's the oh, of course there is. Why wouldn't there be? Um, and so you, you and you get the guns that you can't use yet. You know, in this you can use those, yes. but getting them is hard as balls. Yes, and because there's no leveling mechanic, you you're not necessarily you don't have to grind. There is grinding in this game in a way of getting more carves to get your weapon and stuff like that or or equipment but if you are skilled enough even though you're under geared you can kill the monster uh it's skill has way more of a layway than just numbers and stats and that's a another beauty of this game uh, uh, uh this is a definite thumbs up i will say that the pc version is a bit buggy right now when it comes to the networking and online multiplayer but the online multiplayer is the bread and butter of this game it is absolutely phenomenal to just work together with a bunch of friends sometimes it's okay with uh uh stranger dangers type stuff <coughs> but more, more like more likely not that's this not is not a term you want to use it. Uh, more likely not this is going to be an absolute blast even if you're playing it solo they give you uh these palico creatures uh they're like these little cats that help attack the monster with you <laughs> and they are adorable and the character creator in this game is phenomenal and not only are you, oh, uh, you doing the character kittens? creator for your own character i get my murderous kittens you get to character create your own palico oh. so your own kitten you get to design how it <laughs> looks it is i have an orange and black one it's all halloween colors and it <laughs> And it's wearing this butterfly armor set. It is so awesome. All right. To anyone that's just listening on uh, WMFRadio.com, if you're not watching us on twitch.tv slash thegeekdown, you would not see the way Johnny's face just lit up. <laughs> uh, talking, about, talking about his uh, his, his army of of, 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 uh, of, uh, of, of death kittens. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're death kittens. You can call them whatever they want. You know what they are. They're great. They meow. It's Halloween oh, death they, kittens. They, they also, they're also like part of the, uh, the town environment. And there's this Palico chef with a bunch of uh, uh, sub-chefs. And you go and get a cooking done in order to get, like, a food buff for the missions. And the cooking animation is absolutely ridiculously <laughs> amazing. Just watch. Go to YouTube. Watch the cooking animations for Monster Hunter World. You will absolutely love it. That will that alone will sell you on the game. Because the chef, <laughs> the kitten chef, like, it'll play all of this immaculate, uh, very in-depth animation. And then all of a sudden, the, the the head chef just places like a little garnish 
on something at the very end of the animation and boom it's done and then you start pigging out and eating on the food and the food looks incredible too and delicious so i want to play this game mostly for cat videos <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you have a picture of your of your cat murder. I, cat I don't, thing. I don't, but I'll I'll try to I'll try to get one. Yes, yes, yeah. show us this picture on the radio. <laughs> My no, I know. The game the game right. is uh, sixty dollars. It's available on all the count uh, on uh, the Xbox, the PS4, and uh, just released on Steam. It is uh, a very fantastic, incredible game. Highly recommended on anything. If you play on PC, definitely play with a controller. Although keyboard and mouse, I haven't played on it, but my friends that I've been playing with have been playing on a keyboard and mouse works very very well on this all right cool dude a lot of thumbs up tonight man yeah yeah it's weird well let's, let's change that <laughs> let's change that. all right so i got to check out slender man the new picture that's based off of the game that's also based off of the internet meme that started in 2009 mm. now if anyone has been clamoring for a slender man game you're not alone no one i think asked for this really and, and <laughs> let's find out why because lilith you got to see this live and direct I did. Uh, I will say that I don't know very much about Slenderman, so I had the uh, good experience of going into this film totally empty-handed, mm. no expectations at all. If anything, low expectations because I had heard mixed reviews. All right, I think I think you may have missed missed out. Uh, I'll, <laughs> well, no, I'll, I'll give a quick retro on uh, on Slenderman. Slenderman started as a uh, contest entry in two thousand nine in the Something Awful forums. Um, uh, in this, oh, something awful. It was special. <laughs> right up there with Rotten and Consumption Junction. Uh, something awful um, had a contest to create the creepiest pictures. So, uh, Slenderman was just uh, one entry with an image of a forest, and in the corner you could kind of see, kind of make out the image of an abnormally tall man, you guess, in a suit, and you couldn't make out his features, and you couldn't really tell where his hand stopped. And it was really creepy, and it won. And from there, it just kind of blew up because that creepy picture became captioned and then uh, shared on other sites and then became this whole big thing. What is Slenderman? Who is Slenderman? To the point where um, it was eventually uh, uh, optioned by uh, indie game company and made into a game. And then in the game, you're in that universe. You're in this forest and Slenderman. Is he after you or is he just there? Are you following him? You need to collect these notes. Crazy <laughs> stuff. And to the point where people just lost their damn minds. It was actually, if you recall... Um, there was this documentary, I think it was called Finding Slenderman or Searching for Slenderman. Um, well, it was about these girls that ended up uh, trying to kill their friend. Oh, yeah. Um, inspired by the story of Slenderman. And the story of Slenderman never even came from the original meme or the original creator. That no. was, that evolved over time as, well, he maybe he abducts kids in the dark. Or if you find him, he drives you insane. Or he'll steal your soul and replace it with his. Like, no one knows what's going on. It's crazy, Slenderman. He's, he's all skinny over there. It's you the know? most successful creepypasta ever. It is. And it didn't even start off that way. It started off as a single picture that let people's imaginations just run. <laughs> and now that has evolved to its own major motion picture available in theaters. You can spend money on this. Is it really you major? Can. Yes. It? Believe, it it really? or, believe it or not, I am sad to say. Really? Slender Man. Wow. In theaters. Kudos to the people who created uh, Slender Man, and hopefully they negotiated uh, the one guy. He pretty sold, well. He sold his rights a long time ago. I think uh, it was no. like a chicken wing and a grape soda. Uh, <laughs> that's a shame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Lilith, you got to experience this firsthand. You want to tell listeners what the premise of Slender Man is? So the premise is these uh, four high school girlfriends are hanging out, and they get the idea to contact Slender Man, so they do it. Uh, and all of them are just kind of like, nothing's going to happen. This will be fine. But then one of them goes missing. So the rest of the film, the friends are trying to figure out like what happened. Did she just run away? Was she captured by Slender Man? And they start all having these different experiences and kind of following the different paths of, of what can happen. Because as they say, sometimes Slender Man steals children. Oh, no. Sometimes he'll drive you insane. <laughs> and sometimes... No, nothing at all. <laughs> and that's kind of how this movie was. It just every the first hour of it, I was like, oh, OK, this is like this is like, uh, you know, Stranger Things. But for high school girls, because it's it's three friends that are banding together. Three trying. of the most obnoxious friends. I, have you been wrong. to high school? Everyone in high school is obnoxious. <laughs> you kidding me? 
No, that's what I liked about it. I was like, oh yeah, weird, like popular girl who's just like always smiling in a really weird way. Sure, got it, that's fine. So they're they're all strange in, I felt, believable ways. Uh, and they all band together to try to figure out what happened to their friend and to find her. Because nobody knows at this point in time what has happened. They just know the police aren't helping, the parents can't help, so they've got to do something. Mm. I, I love this movie the first time I saw it when it was called Candyman. Yep. And the second time I saw it when it was The Ring. And yep. then when it was The Calling. And then when it was The Happening. And then when it was, um, I think, The Grudge. It's... And, yeah. And they had the Ouija movie. Oh, yes. And then when it was Ouija. Yeah. And then when it went cyber with uh, Unfriended. <laughs> oh, oh just so many times they've and, redone this exact uh, same picture. And I went in with such high hopes for this because ooh, I figured. that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never learn. Um, I went in thinking it's Slenderman. This movie is coming around at a time when we're very familiar with the seeming archetype that this can only, that the only seeming archetype this can take. So naturally, I'm sure they got to do something different with it. <laughs> We've got so much to build off of and so much to prove now. You know, it's not just any random nameless property. This is Slenderman, which kind of evolved into a thing on its own. Mm -hmm. So they're going to take this and run with it. This is going to be the creepiest ever. I'm going to blow your man. I better take out an insurance policy <laughs> before I see Slenderman. I'm saying. And it just delivered every formulaic trope that yeah. exists. Like, by the numbers. I think there was a coloring book that they scripted this off of. I really, as someone who really enjoyed the creepypasta and watched Marble Hornets and more or less not followed, like, the whole thing, but I, I'm really familiar with Slenderman and a lot of the mythology mm -hmm. because it's fascinating. And the way that it's evolved is this really weird community thing. And so it's really exciting in that regard. Mm -hmm. I was hoping that we'd have like Easter eggs or something like that. Like if you mm -hmm. followed Marble Hornets, like you might see this thing and mm -hmm. be like, oh, you know, that was in like, it was a recurring thing here or something like that. Mm -hmm. You got none of that. Like, honestly, it was like, here's this incredible mythology that the internet has made explode. There is mm -hmm. so much here to take from. And you took one part of it and not even really the more exciting parts of Slenderman in terms of like the long, really drawn out like isolation. And like one of the things that happened in Marble Hornets was the guy recorded himself constantly. Mm. And that was one of the fascinating things. But every time that there was something that might have been creepy going on, there was no false starts here. It was all every single time it was in fact something creepy going on. And so you were actually just getting Slenderman no matter what, like there was no false start, which I think really helps in a horror movie. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thing, those, 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 those starts were also very disappointing. Yeah, yeah. it's like they, oh, Slenderman, they're gonna build an atmosphere. No, oh, oh, he's just there. Oh, okay, I guess, yeah. I guess that's just the thing. Yeah, cool. there was one almost with the librarian. Yeah, nearly. But it was actually still happening. Like, yeah. she was almost a false start, but no, actually. <laughs> It was happening, so she was creeped out. So of course she was startled. Yeah, but it's still going on. Yeah, it yeah cool I was. If it was really... Librarian just kind of comes up and like, did you run that book? I know you got my book. Where's the car? Where's the library card? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I don't know. I don't know what a what a scary librarian would actually say. I'm kind of limited in the in the like. Like, did you rewind that video? Turn off the microfiche. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? That would have been great. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I was I was just disappointed in this. Now, I will say, at the very least, it is kind of an ambitious thing to try. Uh, there's essentially nothing to build off of that the internet hasn't done already. But the internet is kind of all-encompassing. Like, every good, creepy, scary thing that could have been done with Slenderman has been done already. And I don't want to take the opportunity to do something new away, but use that opportunity. I was hoping to see something a little more along the lines of like Blair Witch, mm -hmm. you know, or I mentioned Unfriended a minute ago. That took something that was very banal, very blase. And we'd reviewed the last Unfriended movie. It was actually uh, very cleverly done. And they use something that's everyday and really doesn't seem to have any kind of um, uh, uh, creepy aspects to it and made a proper horror movie. Well, suspense horror, but it's just like there was effort there I saw that I didn't see in the right in in the writing in yeah. Slender Man. I kind of feel like yeah. this was this was the Slender Man movie where someone described Slender Man to someone who was not really <laughs> interested in making a horror movie, but 
okay, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to give me a budget. I might as well give it a go. I really felt like this had a lot of the same issues as the It film, um, mm -hmm. although it, in, in different proportions where it was trying to be both a horror film and sort of a coming-of-age story. You're also talking about not enough orgies between 12-year-olds like in the book. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't write It. That was Stephen King. In the 80s. It's it like was fine then. It was not I, fine. <laughs> Uh, but I, I enjoyed the first half of the film. I thought that, uh, not everyone would enjoy the, the characters clearly, but I they enjoyed the crap their, out of me. why the hell? Sorry. Sorry. This is, <laughs> continue. Continue. Please. But you see these characters, you see their relationships awful, and awful children. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, sorry. Uh, again. Just. So for a little while. <laughs> and the girl in the back. Continue, please. Pro pro proceed. <laughs> but I will say, uh, at a certain point, they are like, "Oh, right, it's supposed to be a horror movie," and they just start like throwing all kinds of random things there. And once again, you have the issue of like, what's real, what's not real, what's happening? It, you know, is she in the forest? Is she just having a dream? All of these things, uh, and are very cliched imagery, mm -hmm. very cliched so types of scares what sorry so i haven't seen this so let, let me take a few stabs at some of the cliche stuff a okay. tree had a special carving on it or some some weird carving rune thing whatever on it surprisingly not there was some dead animal suspended or hanging from a tree no Ooh. uh no there was a or dead a body animal. it wasn't hanging um the tree didn't have any kind of carving uh there were a few weird trees that had like arms that i think you were supposed to assume or Slender Man in the background. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. I, Never mind. I don't remember the animal. You remember the animal? Um, when they were first in the woods, uh, what was it? Uh, I don't know what kind of animal it was. It was something dead they found. Um, a bird. Uh, I don't want to go back and watch this to. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. It's, yeah, it's okay. Go back and watch this to verify. None of us really care about it anyway because none of us remember. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Honestly, I've got to give this a thumbs down. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing is, I went in hoping that they'd do something innovative, but I kind of, I kind of didn't expect it to be like, you know, good. And uh, you know what? I, I, I don't, I don't like being um, so right, even though it may seem <laughs> for my demeanor. That when I'm that spot on and exact in my projections, you know, when I'm like almost clairvoyantly correct. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna very calmly, very demurely give it a thumbs down. Both. I'm also gonna give it a thumbs down. I thought it missed a lot of really good opportunities. If you are much less familiar with horror movies as a whole, some of these things may come as a surprise and may be interesting for you. Um, and, and that's totally fine. There's always going to be 14-year-olds who want to get spooked. And oh, that's... Freaking, and the, the motivation was not... But if you're a fan of Slenderman, maybe stick with the Glasgow Man's Wraith episode of Law & Order SVU that does a much better job of talking about the <laughs> mythology. Uh, and if you are a fan of horror movies, you're going to be let down. All right, so that's two thumbs down from. Oh, actually, you you got to see this. You subjected yourself to this too, didn't you? Yeah, oh. this morning. Okay, what, what what do you think? What's the verdict? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that any of us watched it. Apology. <laughs> we have we have we have a concurrence, y'all. Slender Man, just don't just say no. All right, so this has been the Geek Down here on WMF Radio. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode. This has been a rocking good time. Am I right, Tom? Mm -hmm. You are darn right about that. <laughs> you sound so convincing. Darn tootin' good time. <laughs> darn tootin'. Oh, you right. said a rockin' good time. I felt like I had to, I don't know. No, no, it's all, it's all right. You're halfway there. You need a Wolfman Jack impression next time. <laughs> all right, so if you heard anything tonight you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. As always, you can listen at wmfradio.com slash live for the regular broadcast. But also, if you want to actually see what he look like, see our smiling faces and such, see Johnny over there just reminiscing and <laughs> drifting off about his 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 murder cats yeah uh no, no, no food 
Yeah. Oh, geez. The, his, lack, his, the his, lack of it. His apples and cheese. Is it? My apples and cheese uh, and uh, fasting. You disturb me, sir. And salt. All right. Check us out at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. You can catch us every Monday night, 9 p.m. Same bad time, same bad channel. But also, find us on Facebook at slash thegeekdown. Follow us on Twitter at, at thegeekdown. We're on Instagram. We're on SoundCloud. All the exact same. You search geekdown. We're the first ones that come up. Stalk us. We will happily accept you. Until next week, I want to thank Lilith. So nice to be here again. I want to thank Eric. Just Johnny. You. <laughs> Tip Drill Tom. Woo. And I want to thank you, fun listeners. We'll catch you all next week. Until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Before I became a patient of Temesco Wellness, I'd worry when my cannabis supply was running low. I need cannabis to live pain-free. Temesco Wellness is expanding its network in Massachusetts with a care center in Hudson and two new centers in Framingham and Pittsfield opening soon. Our friendly, professional staff connects with patients to understand their medical conditions and help them choose the cannabis products that provide the most symptom relief. I just called the number on their website and a Temesco Wellness specialist walked me through applying for the Massachusetts Medical Marijuana Program. Once I was approved, I went to the center in Hudson. Not only did they have my favorite strain, they recommended a low-dose edible that's helped with sustained symptom relief. Our testing and production facility in Worcester means the quality of the products we cultivate for our Massachusetts patients is controlled and monitored by Temesco Wellness from seed to display. And we apply the same rigorous standards to the third-party retail products we carry. Temesco Wellness took out of getting the cannabis products I rely on. Visit ma.temescowellness.com to learn more and get connected to the Massachusetts Medical Cannabis Program. Temesco Wellness, quality cannabis for a better quality of life. www.uglyduckstudios.com If you ready, that's on you. Pino Bros. A. Boston's best tattoos. 1100 Cambridge Street, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Check them out at P-I-N-O-Bros-I-N-K.com, where Boston's rock scene puts ink to skin. You got something to say, but you want to say it with your body, with ink, or piercing? Get down to Stingray Body Art. 386 Cambridge Street in Austin Rock City, right next to O'Brien's Pub. Stingray Body Art, Boston's best tattoo. Make an appointment right now. Go to StingrayBodyArt.com. Check out the artists. They're on the left side of the page. And you're going to be like, I want to get a tattoo at Stingray. These artists are awesome. Stingray Body Art, Boston's best tattoos, piercing, and permanent makeup. Now offering laser tattoo removal right in the heart of Austin.